So with 500 metres to go, Snap Dancer is the leader in the million dollar Memzi. By three quarters of a length, the call sign Mav. Western Empire peels three wide. Lightsaber the inside, then Tafane. Alligator Blood is tracking up behind those, then Dragon Leap. And I'm thunderstruck to the outside. Snap Dancer went for home though. 200 metres to go, two and a half lengths in front of Western Empire. Call sign Mav. I'm thunderstruck and Dragon Leap. But Snap Dancer, 100 metres to go, still clear. I'm thunderstruck. We're it down. Snap Dancer needs the line, but won it. Snap Dancer a neck. I'm thunderstruck. Cascadian for fourth a photo. Western Empire or Dragon Leap. Then came Alligator Blood. Callsign Mav Nonconformist. Elephant Lightsaber. Well back in the field. Tafane Zarek. Dewis and Elation a long way back. Snap Dancer expertly controlled up front by Ethan Brown. Takes another group one there yesterday. From an owner's point of view, if you can win a race, it's it's great. If you can win a Group 1, few will achieve that. But what about when you win a Group 1 on your birthday? Brad Spicer did that. He's our first guest this morning. Brad, good morning. Happy birthday for yesterday. Congratulations as well. Yeah, morning. Thank you. Uh, it was a super day. One uh, It's going to be etched in my memory forever, that's for sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, just, it was just a very exciting moment you know, for all the ownership group. This mare never runs a bad race, and now she's she's right at the top level. Kieran Mark made a good point after the race, though, in analysing that field yesterday. He said that residual fitness she had played an important part. She, she of course, ran in the tiara during our carnival up here only two months ago. But just having that residual fitness, I think, played a strong hand there yesterday. Yeah, for sure. You know, she hasn't been out of work, I think, since last September. So uh, Kieran and Dave have done a you know, great job placing her and freshening her up for these you know, races and she just keeps getting better and better. So uh, hopefully uh, next uh, start she does the same and she just keeps raising the bar because she definitely had to raise the bar yesterday with some of those uh, nice horses chasing her. But, um, yeah, fitness probably just told in the end. Brad, she's now won uh, two group ones in the last three starts and, and run second in another group one. She's uh, obviously going enormous. At what point did you realise she was a group one horse? Was it was it sort of, you know, earlier this year, before that? You know, when did you think, wow, we this girl's top level? Uh, yeah, look, it's a good question. Uh, I always thought she was around that group two mark myself, but um, yeah, I suppose when she went to Ramwick and she won up there at the group three level and she ran really good time. Um, very similar to Lost and Running on the same day and, and obviously Lost and Running's running some of our better sprint races. So I thought, well, she's she's definitely got the, the class now and she's running the time. And uh, James McDonald's probably got a, a, probably got a thank for that because he always wrote her and said, I think she's more brilliant at the 1200. So don't step her out. And uh, Kieran and Dave listen and train her that, that way. And that's probably her strength. So I, although she won at 14 yesterday, I think she's much better at, at 12. Um, hundred, and you know, hopefully we can now put a hand up, and anyone that is listening that's got a slot, we'd uh, we'd all like one to go up to uh, the Everest at some stage and, and have a crack up there. And Brad, it seems uh, a, a mission that 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 has a lot of reality to it because she's the sort of mare she can lead. We saw that yesterday, but she can race just off speed, and that would seem the ideal, you know, map position at Everest. Follow that 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 hot pace and get the right run, and as you said, at the right distance. So she does seem to, to fit well for, for an Everest. Yeah, look, I can see if she draws a gate, she could just uh, follow Nature's trip all the way, get it in, in his slipstream and hopefully pull out. And if it's a day where there's a chink in the armour, well, you know, she could put her hand up for sure. I, I, I think she's got the class. Um, you know, she's run the time, and now the record's sort of telling us that she's good enough for a crack. So, um, yeah, I think she'd be really worthy of a slot. 
Well, there's so many options too going forward, isn't there? I mean, she's obviously Magic Millions um, horse, and obviously she'd she'd be worth a fair bit now at the at the breeding barn. So you just um, you know you've got so many options, race options, you know, future options coming up in the next you know six, twelve, eighteen months, haven't you? Yeah, well, a mare like her, like she, obviously she won it this year, um, and she'll get into that race with sixty kilos, which is probably um, uh, thrown in again. So she'll be very hard to beat if we choose to go that way. Uh, and that was the original plan to head towards the Magic Moons again, but uh, now her form's sort of uh, gone to the next level. Mm. You know, the Everest comes in in her calculations, and probably there's a I, I know there's a new race on the radar up in um, Sydney, a three million dollar mares race, um, twelve hundred over the spring. So. Kieran did mention that the other day that you know that might be a, a really nice option for her as well. So if she doesn't get the Everest, I'd say she'd go towards that. There are a lot of options, but but Ben said to you before, you know, when did you think she turned the corner? Her transformation this year is quite striking. She was always considered a well above average mare, but for our listeners, this is the record this year: the Magic Millions race at the Gold Coast win, a Group Three a Triscode Randwick win. Finished down the line in the Newmarket, but that race was a very strange race. Won the Group One of Sangster. Uh, just beaten by Star Tonos of the Group 1, Tatsiara, and then going to the Wait for Age and winning the Group 1, Memsey, yesterday. Um, this has been a wonderful year, hasn't it? Yeah, look, and every start, look, really, the new market, obviously, you just touched on that it was a, uh, a funny race where she came down the outside and they just went too quick uh, and they all failed down there. So I think you can put a line through that. And Star Tontes obviously just got us late and we got softened up a little bit at the start. So arguably, she, our record could be a little bit better. But, um, yeah, she's definitely, uh, she's got the right racing pattern up on the pace. She makes her own luck and I think that's a, that's a big key in these bigger races. Now, if it had been my birthday yesterday and I had a one, a group one, I reckon I would have been in the drunk tank for about a week. You're sounding surprisingly <laughs> fresh, Brad. Can you give us a bit of a take us behind the doors of the celebrations? You don't sound too too shabby at all this morning. No, I'm, I'm very good. I had to drive home from the races yesterday. We had a just a, a local family dinner at the pub in Williamstown, uh, my hometown. So uh, it was very quiet, actually, very subdued for a group one. I suppose as we get older, we get a bit white. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we don't party as much. So, uh, no, it was like 40 nine years young, I suppose you've got to mature at some stage. <laughs> Funny part is too, she's a six-year-old mare, but she's only had 20 starts. It, it, it underlines the, the management skills of Baron Eusis with this mare for certain. Yeah, look, I think they've got the key to her, you know, especially with the data they use on these horses. Uh, she's never been out of work for, you know, since, as I said, last September, but she loves her races spaced and freshened and now she generally goes in with a couple of nice gallops, a trial under her belt, and she brings her A-game. So I think they'd be too scared to put her out again. I'd say she'll stay work until she's retired, um, you know, which could be next next year. But obviously a form will dictate that. And there's so much good prize money on the track now. Uh, you know, do you, do you keep her in work and keep aiming at, at those better races? But I suppose a form will tell us that. Yeah, you're right. The prize money is is enormous, but the, the the best part from your point of view, and of course your other owners, is that there are so many options. She's not just good enough to be in mayor's company; she's good enough to tackle, you know, all comers. So, a great few months ahead for you potentially. But if nothing else happens, they can't take away yesterday. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it.